Psalm 8. Our Lord and Ruler, your name is wonderful everywhere on earth. You let your glory be seen in the heavens above. With praises from children and from tiny infants, you have built a fortress. It makes you, your enemies silent, and all who turn against you are left speechless. I often think of the heavens your hands have made and of the moon and stars you put in place. Then I ask, why do you care about us humans? Why are you concerned for us weaklings? You made us a little lower than you yourself, and you have crowned us with glory and honour. You let us rule everything your hands have made. And you put all of it, all of it under our power. The sheep and the cattle and every wild animal, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, and all ocean creatures. Our Lord and ruler, your name is wonderful everywhere on earth. There is an outline if you'd like to follow along as well uh, that's been put up. So if you'd like an outline, there's probably some at the back still or you might have received one on the way in. Wonderful. Why don't we grab a seat? It's beautiful to see the children up having a go and trying different things. It's a blessing to be a part of the service and good to be back from holidays as well. Today we're looking uh, at a new series in the Psalms uh, as we look to, to, to seek God and to draw near to Him. We're looking at a number of different Psalms over the coming weeks. And today we're looking specifically at Psalm 8 as we've had read to us the majestic Lord. And as we come to this psalm today, I was just very conscious of how busy everyone is. Um, the, the idea that we need to be doing activity all the time. Uh, busy, busy, busy. Um, we have to work to make that money. We're busy doing that. Busy, busy, busy with all the family stuff in our lives. Busy trying to get some time for, for us, for our, our me time, our, our hobbies or our whatever we want to do. There's so much activity going on. Busy, busy, busy. Um, and indeed, away on holidays, we saw that. We went down to Melbourne. We were in Melbourne for a little while and up to Brisbane. And around the city life, it's busy. Just uh, get caught in traffic for a couple of hours and you know that people are rushing around uh, trying to, to, to find their place. And then there's always the greetings. I was meeting all these family members. and It's so amazing. How many people say to you, how are you going? Are you busy? <laughs> it's sort of like the, the, the question. Uh, they're just expect, expected that we're all just busy. Well, whatever we're doing in life, we're just, it's good if you're busy. It doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're busy. Uh, it's just this bizarre expectation that we're to be busy, busy, busy. But in that busyness, and I'm sure we can all relate to that, where is this idea that people would actually stop and look to God? In all this busyness, who is actually stopping to lift their eyes towards God and to seek Him? This busyness is just a reality for so many people that looking to God is so foreign. And Psalm 8, it calls our attention up to God. It calls us to stop and to call out to God. The first words are, are, are a reminder of that. O Lord, our Lord. The reminder that God is God. He is the Lord of all. God has always been God and will always be God. 
God in his very nature has always been Lord of everything. And Psalm 8 at the start calls us to make God our Lord. For him to take that position of importance in our life. For God to be the one, Lord, over us. So in that busyness, our time is supposed to be about our Lord. In our existence, in our efforts, and all that we're doing, God is supposed to be Lord of it all. And it continues in this psalm. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. God is the majestic one. God is magnificence in his beauty. We see that in creation, but also the size of everything out there. As we look to the, the skies, as we look to the heavens, as we look up, God's glory is evident everywhere. And God's glory is greater than what he has made but it is evident in his creation. God is majestic. And Psalm 8 calls us to lift our eyes to him. And it's a beautiful reminder in this psalm that God shows his favour to all people. Every single person, God's blessing, his favour is upon. God has blessed every person alive with life. He has given us his beautiful creation to look upon. And we are to thank him for, for that. We as people have been given an important role to, to rule and to reign as, as, as created rulers. God has given his favour to all people and Psalm 8 is all about that. The reminder in verse 2 that through the praise of children and infants you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Let us stop and think about that for a moment, that even little children, young children, have the ability to look out on creation and to praise God. Children can see that amazing beauty of God and praise Him. Then it talks about infants. Even infants are able to praise God. Infants, as they they have a, a hungry stomach and they're able to get a fill... Uh, of milk infants as somehow that that in their life in their actions they are able to praise God even though they can't verbalize it yet even the youngest of life is able to give God praise and honor and of course we look on as parents or as, as adults and we look on to children and we we're so thankful and we praise God and we see them grow The praise of God does come from the lips of children and infants. And indeed, anybody of any age can praise God. And as we praise God, as we acknowledge God and put Him in His rightful place, it shows that we trust God. And as we trust God, that's a strength in our life, a stronghold against our enemies. Our trust of God is strength against whatever life throws our way, Trusting God is strength against the evil one that these verses get at. Indeed, who are we as people? Who are we that God considers us important? Think about what God has made, and that's what this psalm calls us to do, to think about the stars, 
Who knows how many stars there are in the, in the sky? Does anyone have any idea? Any of the HSC students? Surely you would know how many stars there are in the sky. <laughs> yeah, it's a very big number. It, it's incredible. It's impossible to count it. And, it and, and I read something interesting when I was looking up this important fact last night, that there actually people have compared the number of grains of sands. Uh, to try to compare the number of grains of sand to the number of stars in the sky. And they say, well, actually, it's quite similar. It's impossible to count. It's just this huge, huge number. How many grains, grains of sand are this on one beach or, or the Sahara Desert? My goodness. But God made it all. God made the expanse of the skies. He made the moon. The vastness, the greatness is incredible. God's creation is beyond human understanding. And yet God cares about us in the midst of that creation. And this psalm calls us to be thankful to God that he cares about people in the midst of this magnificent creation. It goes on to say that God has made us people. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honour. You made them with, as rulers over the works of your hands and put everything under their feet. We as people are in a privileged position. It goes back to Genesis where God gave a rule and a dominion for people over all the animals, over all creation. God's favour rests upon people. It is evidence that we have this important role, this important task but sadly, so many people get it wrong. We're in this important role, this important position, but we turn around and treat each other terribly, like rubbish. We get self-focused. And so many people even forget about God and what He's given us. We take these wonderful blessings from God, but we fail to put God in His rightful place. Indeed, I have to say, I've been saddened uh, as we've traveled um, around, even going on holidays. It's, just to, it's, it's almost hard to, to see the existence of God at times in, in what's taking place in society. So many people are, are, are rushing around. They're busy doing stuff, but so few, it seems, are seeking after God. I liken it to like people, maybe a token effort. Maybe... People out there have, have lost a jumper, and that's their sort of search for God. It's like, oh, I'll go searching for that, that lost jumper. That's my search of God, or that $2 coin. It's not a genuine, heartfelt search. So many people are just, God is, is not relevant to their lives. And yet King David in this psalm, he's calling us all to get the attention and the focus back onto God's. To say, God, you are great. Your creation is magnificent. And all of us are called to lift our attention to you. All of us are called to make God our Lord. And this psalm not only calls all people to do that, but it also makes this wonderful recognition about what comes forth in Jesus. 
because this psalm is actually quoted in the New Testament. It's quoted in Hebrews chapter 2. And it talks about how glorious Jesus is because of what Jesus gave up. Because Jesus came to dwell among us so that he would be lifted up. Hebrews 2 verse 9 says these words. It's just quoted part of the psalm, the middle section of the psalm. But then it says these words. But we do see Jesus who was made lower than the angels for a little while now crowned with glory and honour because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. We see here in this psalm these pointers forward to, to Jesus because Jesus is the one that suffered death. He was the one that even though he came from heaven, he was made lower than the angels for a while. Jesus was a person just like you and me. He suffered and he died on that cross. But the good news, of course, is that he didn't stay dead. He rose to life and Jesus was crowned with glory and honour as he ascended up to heaven. And so too, we share in that wonderful promise of the future that just as, as Jesus was raised to life, we will be raised to life. We will be crowned with glory and honour. God's grace has been poured into our lives. And so too, we can read Psalm 8 with this understanding that God has poured out his grace on us so abundantly in Jesus Christ. And that's what the author of Hebrews is doing to say, well, Jesus was one of us, and yet he was lifted up. So too, we will be lifted up and crowned with glory and honor at the right time. This idea as well of infants bringing praise to God. When we put our gospel glasses on and we think about that, we see here that God chose ordinary people. The apostles, there was nothing significant in them, and yet God chose them to be his people, and they praise him. And so too in us, there was nothing significant in us, and yet God has chosen to reveal his goodness to us, his gospel, and it sinks into our hearts. And so we praise him and honor him, even though we weren't of anything significant in terms of God's kingdom. But God is good and blesses us. So, Psalm 8, it calls us to declare, Our Lord, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is name, your name in all the earth. This psalm is calling us to declare the greatness of Jesus over all things. Jesus is majestic. He is great. He is worthy of our praise. So, in the busyness of life, we're called to slow down. Slow down and to spend more time lifting our eyes towards God. Seeking Him. Realizing the blessings that we have in God. The blessings aren't just in our doing. They're in recognizing who we are and who we belong to. In praising His glorious name. There's almost like this, this counterintuitive idea. Sometimes we think if we work really hard, then we'll make it in life. But what God calls us to is to slow down and to focus more on Him, and He'll just give it all to us. Trust Him, and He'll just pour it into our, into our lives. 
It's so counterintuitive to the idea of working really hard and being busy to make it. God just wants to bless us because he's good. He wants us to turn to him and to praise him. He wants to pour out his grace in our lives. So let us be grateful and let us be deliberate in seeking God. Rather than searching for that lost jumper, may our searching for God more be like that of a hot day and we're thirsty and there's something that we're so desperate for is that water. May our searching for God more be like that. We're desperate for God in our lives, seeking Him, wanting that drink that's going to satisfy our every day. God is majestic. He is worthy of our praise. He has made it all. So let us seek Him and honour Him. Let's pray. Our Father, we join with King David and we praise Your name this morning. How majestic is your name in all the earth. We thank you for your creation. We thank you that you have given us so many blessings. We thank you for the good news that we have in Jesus. And the the wonderful glory that's been shown to us. Help us to praise you every day. Help us to seek you and to know your blessing. We pray that you'll be with us in Jesus' name. Amen.